Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production, available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. During the season of giving, we'd like to offer you a little something special, and all we're asking in return is a few moments of your time. We need you to complete a short survey because your opinion matters to us and helps support the show. It'll only take a couple of minutes, and if you're one of the first people to do it, we'll give you a reward in return. Just go to podcast1.study, and everything will be right there for you. That's podcast1.study. The first 150 people to complete the survey will get a $10 gift card to Amazon.com. All of our shows are supported by advertisers, so filling this out will really help us. So please go to podcast1.study, and as always, thank you for supporting the show and happy holidays from all of us at podcast one five hour energy helps you get through your crazy on the go life and now it comes in two great tropical flavors strawberry banana and tropical burst they're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise try them both then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com you could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave, this is the Dan Patrick Show. Final hour on this Traeger Meet Friday. Boys are here getting excited with uh, whatever. We got a fire pit outside now. I got some holiday lights. It's festive outside in our grilling area. And look at what we have on the Traeger Grill. Mm, big roast. Big roast. All right, final hour. We'll check in with Tim Callishaw. He covers the Dallas Cowboys for the Dallas Morning News and, of course, one of the stars for Around the Horn. I was noticing this. Teams that have already clinched the under for victory totals this year and the teams that have already clinched the over for victory totals. The unders... The Lions, Eagles, Chargers, Falcons, Bengals, Jags, and Jets. Teams that have already clinched the over. The Ravens, the Niners, Bills, Seahawks, and Packers. The Niners, out of this group, the one team that I I didn't see being this great. Now, remember the fanfare that they had last year, and I go, I just don't know if I see it or not. I didn't know if they had enough skilled position players. But Bosa's been wonderful. Garoppolo has been very good. And at times he's been great, and he wins games. So if I'm going to look at Russell Wilson and say, well, he wins games, i got to look at Jimmy Garoppolo in a similar fashion. He does win games, but it's a shorter sample size. Russell Wilson's going to the Hall of Fame. Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm not quite sure. But it's been a great season so far. But everybody pales in comparison to Lamar Jackson. People are going to focus on the fact that he broke Michael Vick's single-season rushing record for a quarterback and miss out on the fact that he threw five touchdown passes. Yes, it was against the Jets. How many other quarterbacks have thrown five touchdown passes against the Jets this year? Granted, depleted defense there, Quentin Williams, Jamal Adams not in there, but he threw five touchdown passes. I know that they're trying to game plan for him. I'm just curious... What team has the personnel? I think Buffalo is the one team that has the personnel to game plan against Lamar Jackson. They just don't have the offensive firepower. Because once again, I believe this is the fourth time this year the Ravens have scored to start the game on three consecutive drives. I mean, that's that's where you establish yourself right away, and they beat you down with those drives. I'm curious where the Ravens are on time of possession this year, McLovin, because they're, remember the Chiefs, they would strike so quick and their defense would be out there more than it should be. I think that happened last night. Like the Jets had the ball as much as the Ravens, but they scored so quick. 
So you're saying the Ravens are scoring too fast. No, no, no. I, I don't think so. It feels like time of possession, they do long drives. You know, but they, I noticed last night, though, they're getting like 11 yards a chunk. Yeah, they're they're, they're very, going a little fast lately. <laughs> they're scoring so quickly. I uh, just saw this. Um, the New York Giants could have suspended rather than cut Janoris Jenkins for conduct detrimental after he used an offensive word in a tweet. The Giants have previously suspended him for violating team rules, which suggests suspensions don't deter him. Uh, Jenkins would not apologize. The, Jen- uh, the Giants have released Janoris Jenkins. Man, there was a there was a time when he was a really good player. But the Giants have they made a concerted effort to purge personalities here. Yeah. It it feels like that 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 was when Dave Gettleman came in, we're going to change things around here and they're they're purging personalities. And sometimes with personalities comes talent and uh they've let they've let a few players go. So that, I just saw that there. Uh our best wishes and prayers to the commissioner, David Stern. Uh, emergency surgery, uh, suffered a brain hemorrhage yesterday. Uh, don't have an update on him, but uh, you know what? He was always, always, always gracious with me, uh, always in my corner. Uh, he said to ESPN, I want Dan Patrick covering the NBA back when I got the opportunity to host and uh, had had a lot of great moments on the radio show. So our best to uh, the commissioner, David Stern. Also, Rich Eisen's father is uh, not doing well. Prayers uh, to Rich's father. Uh, got a chance to talk to Rich yesterday. So, uh, not good moments there, uh, but uh, got the news with the commissioner and no update. He's uh, went into emergency surgery. Also, uh, Danny Aiello uh, just passed away at the age of 86. He was in uh, the movie uh, Moonstruck. Also, Do the Right Thing, Godfather Part Two. Uh, long, long, long career. Uh, he died. Yesterday at the age of uh, 86. Boy, I had so much for cheery stuff here. Uh, how about some Traeger Meat Friday holiday songs? How about that? That sounds like a good way to pick up our spirits here. Some phone calls uh, coming up as well, including uh, Matt in South Carolina. Hey, Matt, what's on your mind today? Hey, what's up, DP? Uh, five, nine and a half and a uh, 167. All right. Uh, so I wanted some advice from uh, you and the Danettes. Uh, last night I played, in a, I played in a men's church league basketball game. Uh, things were getting pretty close. We were down six points, uh, four minutes left in the second half. It's a running clock, so time is precious. Uh, we get a, they, uh, The other team fouls us. It's the seventh foul, but the guy running the score clock doesn't notify the refs. So we proceed to inbound the play, make a three-pointer to cut it to three points, then the guy running the score clock notifies the refs that we should have shot a one and one. They take the three points off the board and send us to the line. No, no, uh, they can't do that. We're not very good at shooting free throws. And I might have uh, said something to the 15-year-old kid who was the score clock operator. Uh, just kind of like a do-your-job moment. And um, received negative feedback from the other team of a, he's just a kid. So just kind of wanted some advice mm. from the guys on when it's appropriate to take things a little too seriously. Uh, not in a church league, I don't think, Matt. I, I, and plus, if you've you got to look at who is making the mistake. Who, you know, I, I, I see this all the time with Little League Baseball, where you have some teenager there behind home plate, and you've got parents who pick on him, and it's a horrible moment. Uh, so, yeah, it is a church league, and if you guys know you're not very good, then I probably would have said, hey, 
I mean, they gave you a three-pointer. They should have kept the you, they they should have allowed you to keep that. You know, when play starts, that you get to keep the three-pointer there. But uh, yeah, I I now I say that when I would probably do the same thing. But uh, but thank you, Matt. Yeah, etiquette question is you got to know who you're going to be criticizing there. And if it's a 15 year old who makes the mistake, all right, made the mistake. It's a church league. Although it'll probably be the same in the uh, American Unathletic Association of America. I probably would have said something. By the way, I don't know why I don't have the first draft in this American Unathletic Association of America. Because you're inheriting my team after my retirement. No, but I don't get your team. Your expansion franchise? Well, nobody gets last year's team. Yeah, so I don't get your team. You get team. my ownership stake. Right. No, I created my own. So we're, you're an we're expansion not, team. Yeah, we're not known as the losers. Wait a minute. Well, yeah, but I might not be known as Big Faller brand. Yeah, so I, I started my own franchise. If you're still taking Paul's spot. But I'm an expansion team. When the Jaguars came into existence, did they get the first pick of the draft? I don't remember. How, how did that work? Or the Panthers? No, maybe Carolina. Did. Maybe the us three Danettes should have the normal draft, and then you have a supplemental draft for expansion franchises. Isn't that the way they work that? <laughs> you could take a player off our team. So I can, you can have a Grayson. And, I can, I Grayson can, can ball, but... I, can. I can bring in people who don't work here then for the supplemental draft. Okay. No. No, you don't want that. No. No, you don't want that. Why not? Well, I, I would bring in two guys who are really good. Nobody who is big like, in I like the NBA. Fact, I like the fact, oh. Okay. You're going to bring in like Diana Taurasi or something like that. Ooh. <laughs> I seriously could see you making that yeah. move. That'd be fun. That'd be great to have Diana Taurasi. She's she would, awesome. She would She's light this room up. So much fun. I still remember when she came into the radio studio at ESPN that day. And she's like, she walks in. She's like, "Hey, dude, what's?" <laughs> she goes, "What's up, DP?" <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, hey, give me, give me some data." After that, I asked you. I was like, "How long have you known her?" And you're like, "We just met." Yeah, I never met her. I had no idea. But one of my favorite players, just because I remember Gina Oriema talking about Diana Taurasi and how she was just, she was what you wanted, man. She was tough. She wanted the ball, and she was great, not afraid. And I was, I always loved that about her. I thought she was so much fun. Uh, Mike in New York joins us. Hi, Mike. What do you have for me today? Morning, Dan. I wanted to tell you about the uh, psychiatrist and the proctologist that wanted to go in business together. Okay. But they couldn't come up with a name for their practice. They got it boiled down to two choices, and I'd like you to weigh in to help break the tie here. Okay. It was either either going to be called butts and nuts or odds and ends. I like odds and ends. We'll put you down in favor then. All right. Well, thank you, Mike. Odds and ends. Yes, Paul. And butts and nuts could be a urologist as well. It could, could be. be thrown in there. Could be. Nothing like medical uh, community humor here. They probably think they're funny, though, doctors. Well, if it's really like when I went to see the urologist there, I mean, it's really awkward. You know, I have a stint in. But do you want them to talk about other things than what they're doing and then just do the work? You know, like, you know, the Giants, I don't know what they're doing with Daniel Jones. I would rather have that. I, I Like, I don't want him, unless he needs to tell me something about my medical condition. But, Paulie, I, I told that story, and it's God's honest truth, where the doctor had no idea who I was. And then when I said, well, I'm, I'm a sportscaster. Now, I have my pants down, and he's saying this. So he's trying to create some, I would say, small talk. But, hey, that's mean-spirited. Uh, so he says... Uh, so uh, what do you do for a living? And I said, well, I'm a sportscaster. He goes, have you been on anything I've ever seen? 
I said, well, you know, the Olympics and the Super Bowl. And he goes, and and that's when he has this moment where he goes, oh, I remember you. So I have my pants down in front of the urologist. And then he goes, now I remember you. I recognize your voice. But in the moment, I, I thought it was pretty funny there. He wasn't trying to be funny, but he was very funny. Uh, I'll meet Friday songs. We're going to hand out a, a Traeger grill here. Uh, let me see. What do we have here? How about Brandon in Michigan? This is the Traeger Meat Friday holiday song submission. Last Friday, I gave you my heart. But later that day, you grilled me veggies. This week, I'm praying for me. My love for filet is special. When the trigger's lit and you're nearby, you grill my brisket while I marinate your thighs. Sausage, baby, and assorted case meats. We can all grill, unless your name's Fritzy. Oh, all right. And that's uh, we <laughs> that's Brandon in Michigan. Uh, that's nice work there. I like that. This is uh, Mark in New York with his uh, Meat Friday song. Danny, did you know Fritzy's Mark headlines would bring tears to the nation? Danny, did you know that your Meat Friday would bring such constipation? Did you know that when Fritzy speaks, he thinks talk rhymes with pork? When he's doing those mock headlines, is this an original he's song? Jesus weep. Danny, did <laughs> you know? Is this Mary? Did you know? Is that a song by somebody? Do you guys know? None of us have did ever you heard know? this. Does uh, Two Days or Mario? Do they know? They know bad music. Yeah, Two Days. Pentatonics. Did Mary, did you know? Oh. Now, I don't know who the Pentatonics. I think they're a uh, acapella, acapella band. The Pentatonics. Ladies and gentlemen, the Pentatonics there. A modern acapella band. Uh, here is Dalton in Texas. Suck it back row, 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 Fritzy, give up your comedy, we all know it is such a tragedy. Make love and don't you ever go to Utah, they'll come at you like Alex Smith's football. Suck it back row, 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 suck it back row. Shaq thinks he likes McLovin, but he really is loving why would anybody love McLovin? Shaq definitely doesn't love McLovin. Suck it, Becker. 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 Fritzy, you get no meat because your cough is gross. You should really get that checked out. Dan is king and he shall eat his meat with the other two sitting in closer seats. Dan is the king. 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 Traeger will heat. Okay. All right. I like that. I like that. I love the idea of a huge choir singing that. Yes. Can you imagine you get them all together and you go, uh, what are we going to sing? Sock it back row, sock it back row. And who is this Fritzy we're singing about? Yes, McLovin. I resent that implication, by the way. 
What? That Shaq thinks I'm Pauly. I'd say there's a 70% <laughs> chance he knows which one I am. 70 to 75%. He's like, the really the only ones that he knows are you and Fritzy. I think Other that, than that, he's like the guy. I think that that's a bit that Shaq plays. Oh, no, it's not at all. I, you, you don't think so? Who was the guest yesterday who kept mentioning Fritzy? Uh, oh, Lane Kiffin the other day. Yeah, Lane Kiffin's yeah. like, yeah, we'll get Fritzy down here to the Grove. Yeah, yeah but Fritzy talks to everybody. Yeah, which I think Shaq, a lot of, well, I have an advantage. Some people think I'm McLovin from Superbad. Like Dr. Ken Jong was like, it's an <laughs> honor to be on the same stage with you. I think Shaq like, knows who you are. No, I know. But I, he, I do. I do think it's a bit, but th- that has happened a lot. Remember Kenny Smith came on and said how great it was to see me at a party the night before? I know. And then I, I don't even think I corrected him. I'm like, let him think that we have McLovin from Superbad on. I'm good with that. Did you find out time of possession? Where are the Ravens on time of possession this year? Your instinct was right on. They are numero uno. Yes. They have the ball for a prolonged period of time with these drives. And if you're starting these games with one or two touchdowns, three touchdowns, man, it's just you, you put that team on their heels, make them one-dimensional, man. Makes- Last night, by the way, it was 31-29 over the Jets because the Ravens just scored like next to immediately. Yeah. You know, Jackson had a long one. It was just. It was impossible to stop them. Yeah, I thought that they were up there. Um, the other teams up there for time of possession, the Eagles, the Niners, the Patriots, and the Saints. Do the Patriots try to blow out the Bengals? Like, do you run up the score? It, it, is this one of those, like a, a big, big Ten title game or something where you try to blow out somebody just, just to let people know, hey, you still got to deal with us? Yeah, McLovin. How are the Patriots going to blow? Unless I don't they know. Get I don't, four interceptions. I there's no way that offense blowing anybody out. That I, know, I know. I know. Special teams and defense. They can do it with that. I you can do against the Bengals. I'm wondering if you turn up the heat and then you say, we want to score more. We got to score more. Does that exacerbate the entire topic, though? Does that put a light on a topic that's fading fast? Wait, I'm not following. Like the Patriots want to add no fire to this. And they've done a pretty good job this week. This story's gone away really fast considering it's the Patriots. Oh, do you think that because they're not very good this year and, and then they might have been scouting the Bengals in an inappropriate way, if, if they were 12-2, and two, would, would we view this differently? If they were 13-1, and one, would we view this differently? If they were on their way to the Super Bowl and they were doing this with the Bengals? Would we view it differently? It feels like they're just a bit down. It's, it's different than the, uh, what do you call it, the deflate gate, because that was right after the AFC title game, and there was 13 days to chop that story up. And that's also, when you have a standalone story or standalone game, last night, standalone game for Lamar Jackson. So everybody gets to see him. If that's a 1 o'clock game, it's, it's a little bit different. You look at the numbers, but you got to see him from start to finish. You got to see the interview with Mark uh, Ingram interviewing him at the end of the game where he came off really well. Five touchdowns. He uh, surpasses Michael Vick for the single-season rushing mark for a quarterback. It was all there. You know, Deflategate, if you go back, you had about 10 days where that's all anybody was talking about here. Deflategate. This feels like the the NFL would like to put this to bed later on this afternoon around, I don't know, 4.59 Eastern time, where you go. And the NFL is going to find the Patriots $75,000. Enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. Take a break here. Tim Kalashaw will join us. The importance of this game for the, Ra- uh, for the Rams and the Cowboys here. And also, does he believe that Urban Meyer is the guy? 
If they're going to go out and get a coach, is Urban Meyer the guy? Or is it somebody else? Take a break here. It's 20 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Support for the Dan Patrick Show podcast comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Home is so much more than a house. It's your own little slice of heaven. That's why when you find the perfect place for you and your family, getting a mortgage shouldn't get in the way. Imagine how it feels to have an award-winning team by our side through every step of this process. It's awesome. Exactly what you get with Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Their team of mortgage experts obsessed with finding a better way, which means that their number one goal, make home buying process smoother for you. With industry-leading online lending technology developed in the heart of Detroit, Rocket Mortgage is changing the game. It's an award-winning client service and support every step of the way. Quicken Loans has helped millions of Americans achieve their dream of home ownership, and they're going to help you. Visit rocketmortgage.com slash Jan. Take the first step toward the home of your dreams. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Push button. Get mortgage. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Time for the Golden Road moment of the week. We go back couple of days ago when we had Lane Kiffin, the old Miss head coach, on, and he was talking about Nick Saban. And here's uh, Lane Kiffin. It's why he's so good. He is singularly focused on the University of Alabama and football at Alabama every minute of every day. Even if he's golfing, even if he's on a boat, you know, he's got his recruiting calls to make every night, you know, whether it's Christmas or whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Every day is the same. And that's why he's so good. So I don't know how he could retire. I think you know, my dad's like that. And yeah. My dad's turning 80 this year and still coaching for us, walking around the field, you know, meeting with players, you know, helping young coaches. So, you know, there are certain people like that. I, I You know, I call them like prisoners. Like, they can't go in the real world. Like Shawshank Redemption, you know, when, when Brooks Hadler goes in the real world, he can't, he can't do it. He's like, wait, I, I need to be in prison, you know. So they come back. That's Lane Kiffin, Golden Road Moment of the Week. I love. I don't know if, how many times that uh, he's used that analogy with uh, Coach Saban, if anybody's ever used that. But uh, I give uh, Lane Kiffin a lot of credit. Golden Road Brewers constantly experimenting with the freshest ingredients through a collection of rotating seasonal limited edition brews. Mango Cart, it pairs well with all your holiday favorites. And the Wolf Pup Session IPA, you can't go wrong. That'll be on tap at the holiday party. Um, California-inspired Golden Road available in all 50 states. Golden Road brewing fresh craft beer since 2011. He's Tim Kalishaw, Dallas Morning News columnist, ESPN Around the Horn contributor, and he joins us on the program. Uh, how big a game is the bigger game for Dallas or the Rams this weekend, Tim? Nice segue from Golden Brews and IPAs to Tim <laughs> Kalishaw. But thank you, thank you for that opportunity, Danny. Um, it is a bigger game. Uh, honestly, for the Rams, and that's part of the problem. Uh, the Cowboys would love to to beat a winning team one time this season. Hasn't happened yet. They're 0-6. But everybody knows, no matter what happens Sunday, they go into Philadelphia and win, and then they got to beat Washington at home, and they win the East. Whereas the Rams are kind of hanging around the edge of the wild card. They could use the Vikings to lose a game or two. 
So realistically, the 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 Rams are much closer to elimination for the loss Sunday than the sad little Cowboys. Are they sad little Cowboys? Well, here's what they are. They're they're a team of empty empty yards and empty dreams, Dan. Uh, you know, when you look at Dak and Amari and Zeke are the first first in team history to have four thousand yard passer, thousand yard rusher, thousand yard receiver. You would have thought you would have thought the triplets might have done it in the nineties. You'd have thought Romo and Dez and DeMarco Murray did it. These guys did it. They got three games left to play and the team is six and seven. So what do all these yards mean? They're first in yards, they're ninth in scoring. They go up and down the field, and they do a lot of nothing with it. But also, they they lead the NFL in third down percentage. I would think that'd be Strange. a really big stat for a team. <laughs> All these things seem like they would help, don't they? Yeah. Seems like, it seems like this would add up to more than six and seven. But they just cut a kicker who has missed ten field goals. And he's the only kicker who's missed ten field goals in the last four years. And it, if you're a team that lost two games by two points – and two games by four points, how much could having a decent, just an average kicker have helped? If you said to the fans, you must miss the playoffs, but you get a new head coach, how do you think Cowboy fans would vote? Uh, yeah, unless you're telling them they're going to the Super Bowl with him, uh, yeah, they're going to they're gonna take that. And I think that's, I honestly think that's the expectation, even though people around here, I'm sure, have watched the Eagles and seen that, you know, you and I are playing wide receiver for them now, uh, that there is just no confidence the team's going to do anything, and they are more ready than they've ever been to say goodbye to a head coach. More than Switzer when things were falling apart his last year, more than Campo when they were going 5-11 and 11, three years in a row. There is nothing... Even you heard the story about Jason Garrett showing a highlight. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that, Tim. Okay. He, did he run out of highlights from this year? <laughs> so he used is there is Roger Staubach in this sizzle reel? <laughs> he had to dip back into the archive <laughs> to find all the plays he wanted. But like, okay, that's just a, to me. That's fine. That's just the thing a coach does to try to get his team going. But people are killing him for that. There is nothing Jason Garrett can do. But why do you have to get them for. going for facing the Rams on the road? I mean, you're facing the Rams. Like, why do I have to get my team hyped up for that? Oh, he shouldn't. He shouldn't. But the last two games, you have saw them completely fall apart. After opening both games against Buffalo and Chicago, 14-play touchdown drive, 17-play touchdown drive. Oh, they're back. Yeah. They gave up at least 24 straight points before they, they scored again. They, they, just, they fall apart at the first sign of trouble. And they have zero confidence right now. I know that there have been reports that the Cowboys are interested in Urban Meyer. And I spoke to a source that said that Urban is interested in the Cowboys, that he realizes maybe that he's a little toxic, too toxic for college football right now if he's going to come back and coach. But I, it still comes back to, I, I just don't know how coveted this job is given the environment that's there. You got talent there, and you got an owner who desperately wants to win. I just I don't know if it's a great job or not. Like, why would Urban Meyer want to come back and get into this? That's a good question. Um, 
I don't know. Like you said, I, I think he's done with college or college is done with him. However you want to view that, but right or wrong. But I think he might want to say, look, I can, I'm never going to match Nick Saban's record championship wise. I'm going to be the number two guy in this era to him. But what if I go to the NFL and I'm a little bit successful where he failed? How does that make me, hmm. where does that put me? And he may not view that that way at all, but, but he might, I'm sure he's thought of it at some point. Um, he, he, you know, he obviously knows Zeke Elliott. He knows a couple other, he knows they have good young talent and he knows good young talent around the college game. He probably has the ego to believe I'll put a, bring in a coaching staff. I know how to coach. Uh, the NFL is not gonna be that different and, and we will have success because they have good young players. We're not going to miss all these details that the current Cowboys miss. They're, you know, having a bad kick or being last in kickoff returns, uh, never creating turnovers, all the little things they don't do. I think he could see it, but you're right. There's a lot of coaches that would stay away. And I've always said, I don't know why Lincoln Riley would leave Oklahoma where he's, he's in the big 12 championship when the season begins, just a question of which team he's going to play and which quarterback he's going to have, you know, going to New York for the Heisman ceremony. And then come here and, you know, maybe be out in three years. Yeah, I, if I'm Lincoln Riley, and I, I surprised a lot of my audience where I said, I would stay at Oklahoma. I, I, get, I would too. I get paid as well as an NFL coach. I, I have a couple of games that I have to win. Um, or if you go into the Browns situation where they're just waiting for somebody to come in who looks and sounds like they know what they're doing there. But Dallas would make me nervous. As much as there's a great upside – you're never going to get credit when you win, and you're going to get blame when you lose. And uh, I, not many of these coaches are wired that way, and they're all control freaks. And you don't have total autonomy with that team. So, I just, and just the fact that if you were the coach now, regardless of what we think of Jason Garrett, you have to listen to your owner, general manager, talking about Urban Meyer with three <laughs> games to go when you're in first place. I know. <laughs> if I said you could pick the Super Bowl matchup, ooh. Who would you pick? Uh, you know, I, I, I think Baltimore is going to get there. I think they have a great chance to get there. I don't think San Francisco is going to get there. I, think it's going, I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's, if I'm picking today, it's going to be Baltimore-Green Bay. No, what would be your ideal matchup? You get to pick. Do you, do you really think that Green Bay is going to be the team out of the NFC? I think that's. I thought that's what I was. Saying. Well, no, no, no. I was saying. <laughs> what did I not understand about this question? Like, if you are, were are programming you... this, what would oh. be the best matchup for TV? Oh, well, we'll edit this TV, out in post. You got the Cowboys in there somehow. I mean, you know, the Cowboys and the Eagles are going to the playoffs, and it might as well be the Cowboys. But then they got to win three games. That's. I mean, are we talking reality TV or or fantasy? Tim, come on. Yeah. Can you help me here a little bit? I, I, I'm, I'm struggling with the question. <laughs> I don't think the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. If I have my choice of all the uh, eligible teams, yeah. then I'm picking the Cowboys. I'm going to pick Baltimore. I think Lamar Jackson in Baltimore is, is the biggest story in the league. Okay. So That wasn't yeah. that hard. That's all. Okay, yeah. I, I, it's I like really a dream matchup. But do you think okay. Green Bay is going to the Super Bowl? If I was picking today, I would put them out of the San Francisco-Seattle contingent. And I think the Saints might be falling apart a bit. 
so I don't think it's going to be them. So I would lean. I, I think the Packers are very, I think they're much more solid than people think. What's an Plus, easier home games are very tough up there. What's an easier job covering the Cowboys or being a contributor to around the horn? <laughs> around the horn is a daily challenge. Have you seen some of the young competitors that I have to vanquish from time to time. Oh, I know they're they're I, throwing about new ones at us every day, and yet here I stand, four hundred seventy-five wins, uh, second highest on the uh, on the pyramid. Will you ever so, catch Woody Page? Ooh, that's gonna. I don't want to say what that's gonna require. Um, yeah, that's going to take. That's morbid. Being on the show, and that was morbid. Active. <laughs> He's going to have to go pick a different show. We'll we'll put it that way. But Let's that's, just put him that, on a different show. But that's all Woody Page has to live for, right? Is around the horn. It is. It is. I mean, you, I mean, you, that's, that's I mean, you, is. I'm, you have a life. Much more urbane. I'm much more worldly. <laughs> I've got things in my life. You're in love. Um, I listen to sometimes. Yes. Um, I listen to the Symphony Channel on XM Sirius 76. Do you really? I got a lot going on. Yeah, I can tell you live the life, man. I'm just happy I knew you when, just so I can juxtapose that to Yeah, <laughs> when I was somebody you'd like to see at a Christmas party. You were, hey, let's you, go over to that side of the room. You were just like the Cowboys of the 90s. You used to be a blast. <laughs> <laughs> then I was more like the Cowboys of the late 90s. I went over the salary cap and just blew up. <laughs> Uh, hey, have a great weekend. Have fun covering uh, the Rams sir. game. Thank you, Tim, and and uh, happy holidays to you. To you and the Danettes as well. Thank you. That's Tim Callishaw around the horn. Ah, oh, he's still he's one of my favorites. And and you know I I bring this up because I'm proud of him, but I I'd been with him where he always had a drink in his hand, and I remember seeing him at a Super Bowl party, and he had a Coke, he had soda in his hand. And I said, what's up? And uh, then he told me. And I said, man, I'm proud of you. And uh, now that's why he loved the segue from Golden Road Brewing to Tim Kalmashaw joining us on the program here. I saw this number here, McLovin. I think it's interesting. Uh, Seton, if you'll hit the stat of the day music for me, please, that would be nice. Nice. If Joe Burrow wins this year's Heisman Trophy, it will be a 60-year gap, the longest all-time between winners from a school that won at least two Heismans. You have to go back to 1959 when Billy Cannon, the running back at LSU, won LSU's Heisman. Be back after this. Close up shop on this Friday right after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Everybody's got a to-do list. I get one from my wife. Drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk, figure out something to get out of the house so I can relax. Here's an idea. Let's add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. The good thing? You don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to geico.com and in 15 minutes you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Do you like extra money in your pocket? Do you like not having to drive somewhere to pick something up? This is the way to do it. It just may be the most rewarding thing on your to-do list today. That's geico.com. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. 
We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the support this podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and of course, supporting. And now back to the show. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Thoughts and prayers to uh, Commissioner David Stern. Also, uh, Rich Eisen with his father not doing well either. Here's Arcade Fire. We just realized, we just realized what we've been missing in this man cave. And it took how many years? 11, 12 years? Go ahead. A fire pit. I, I got a fire pit, and, and it just, it, it's cold out. We got our Traeger meat Friday. I went to the Bass Pro Shops, Cabela's, and I saw that, that fire pit. And I go, oh, my God, that's what we've been missing. It's very communal. Yeah. You get to stand around. It, you know what? It, it kind of... Brings about conversation, and it does feel like it's Beer Friday, right? Afternoon beers. I could pour like a, a Wolf Pup session right now. Sure, you know, stand outside right by the fire. Do a little. Is it kibitzing? Does that sound right there, McLevin? Kibitzing. Oh, kibitzing. A, yeah, close. All right, kibitzing. <laughs> close. Isn't that a goalie, Alexander Kibitz? Yes, kibitz off. <laughs> Sergey, but uh, this is. day in sports history, uh, have that for you coming up. And that that roast beef, whatever that is out there on the Traeger. You know what we're having for uh, Christmas party? Tri tips. Tri tips. Tri tips, good. Yep. I hear you're flying out the big guy. Yeah, I am. Chad from Traeger is coming in. I'm importing Chad, and uh, he's going to be. I, I've told the other guys who normally cook for us. I go, you got to step aside because the big man's coming to town coming up next weekend. So Chadwick Bozeman III is coming in. Yeah, Paul. And Chad's, Chad's in high demand from Traeger. He, he flies in for like Zach Brown Band when they're on tour. He'll do like a weekend with them. Oh, yeah. You know, he's on the road, I think, <laughs> with uh, College Game Day. Darius Rucker has him come in. Drew Brees. We're going to lose him. We got to lock him down. I know. Uh, the search to find the greatest holiday baker continues. Eight amateur bakers enter the kitchen where they show off their family traditions, superb baking skills, and then you have to survive the challenges from week to week, and they have to do it in front of uh, tough love judges, and it's hosted by Jesse Palmer, the baking championship's sweetest way to celebrate the holiday season. Tune in Monday nights for an all-new episode only on Food Network. Austin in Virginia back on the program. Hi, Austin. What do you have for us today? 
Hey, Dan, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I just got my calendar the other day, and I'm blown away with all the details you guys and the French kid put into it this year. Uh, everybody especially has to go check out Fritzy's birthday. That was extremely well done. Um, but I'm calling really Uh-oh. to thank you uh, in particular uh, for being so open with the audience this year, uh, from the chemo treatments to the kidney stones to the missing tooth. Uh, it's really been a tough year for you this year, it seems like, and I wanted to thank you for treating every day like it was Super Bowl and genuinely making everybody feel, uh, all, all the audience, feel like part of the family. Happy thank holidays you. and suck it back row. Thank you, Austin. I appreciate that. Happy holidays and suck, suck it back row. row. It's like a Hallmark card. <laughs> that was such a heartfelt message. Yeah, it was. That's great. I know. Yeah, I, you know, I, I got to the point where it's letting people in. Sometimes, you know, you keep people out. And I decided this year with what I had gone through, I was letting people in. And you know what? There's a relationship reciprocation here. You allow us every day to be part of your life in your car, at work, at home, on your phone. And, you know, you give and we should be giving back as well. And that's why it's fun to be able to do things like the calendar. And, of course, you know, the bottom line with all of this to get, you know, not too sentimental, but suck it back row. I think that's really what it's down to. <laughs> McLevin. I forgot what the poll question was today. Oh, it's the all-time Heisman thing. Oh, okay. So I put up five choices. I didn't even tell you who they were. Uh, and we have a result. So basically, I gave you Bo Jackson, uh, Herschel Walker, Tim Tebow, Reggie Bush, Johnny Manziel, or Barry Sanders. Because they were the most tweeted to us. I said 1980, post-1980. Okay. So who's your winner? It's an easy to guess. Who do you Tim think Tebow? It is? It's Bo Jackson. Oh, okay. Easily. Running away with it. I, I don't know that, that means he was the best college player, but we all have this fascination with Bo. Yes, and, and that fascination continues. I mean, they did a 30 for 30 on just really the fascination of Bo Jackson, two-sports star. Um, you know, that legacy continues to grow. Um, Troy Aikman is going to join us on the program coming up on Monday. Troy doesn't want to be part of the Dallas organization, but he'd like to run another team. So we'll talk to uh, T. Roy about that. This day in sports history, Paul? This one I didn't know. 1956, Jackie Robinson of the Dodgers was traded to the Giants yep. uh, for a pitcher named Dick Littlefield, and Robinson, instead of accepting the trade, retired. I never heard that before. This is one that's really personal to the show. In 2010, the New York Giants and Minnesota Vikings played a game at Detroit's Ford Field. The game was moved due to the collapse of the inflatable roof at the Hubert H. Humphrey Dome, Metrodome Mall of America the previous day. Now, one of our directors on our show was working on the Fox broadcast. Mango. Mango. And he noticed the night before that there was just a massive snowstorm. And he ordered his camera person to have a camera roll on the stadium from inside. Overnight. Overnight, just in case something happened. And they're showing the video now. It really is. It, it was an unbelievable decision. You see all this snow coming down on the field. It just collapses there. And he had a camera in there going all night recording this. This day in sports history brought to you by Continental Tire. Proud to be the exclusive tire of the Dan Patrick Show. No matter where you drive, what you drive, how you drive, they have a tire for you. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. Anybody have the Bengals over the Patriots? I think it could be close. Well, It's not a rim shot. It's not that. I mean, they were within a touchdown of the Ravens, yeah. who are a way better team than the okay. Patriots. How about if I give you 10 points on the Bengals? You taking that? I think I will take the Bengals this week. Okay. No, I wouldn't bet. I, mean, I don't love it. Yeah. 
By the way, the Jets flirted with covering so many times last night. I know. No. That's why betting the it was such a backdoor cover waiting to happen. You, yep. Lamar yep. was out of the game, all sorts of things. Todd, what did you learn on today's program? I learned that the Cabela fire pit is warming our cockles here in the man cave. It is great. It's what we've been lacking here. We we've needed that every Friday. It should be every day, mandatory having a fire out there. McLevin, what did you learn today? Doug Flutie says all this NFL spread stuff actually came from Canada in the nineties. If you watch the CFL, that's what it is. It just Five wide, occasionally use your running back. And a lot of these quarterbacks who, you know, were considered runners didn't play in the NFL. They went to, remember Condridge Holloway? There are quite a few of guys. I mean, Warren Moon had to go up there. He's one of the great throwers of all time. Seaton, what did you learn today? Yeah, Doug Flutie, ahead of his time, slightly jealous. <laughs> a little bit. You got to be looking at this yeah. going, it's like when I look at the three-point line, I go, oh, my God. God, that would have been so much fun. All right, Paulie, what did you learn today? Fritzy looks like a bass fisherman today. Yeah, you did. You surprised me with that shirt today from Bass Pro Shops. I love it. Feels really good. And, it, and it, is it meant to be skin tight? It's meant to be skin tight. <laughs> oh, it is meant to this be skin should, I should, should be an XL. I'm actually trying to I squeeze into an L this morning. Okay. That's an accomplishment, a large. That's pretty good. I, I, fought, I fought my way into it. Uh, lost oxygen a couple of times throughout the show. I didn't want to mention that. <laughs> I can imagine you wrestling with your shirt to get in it. Stretching, pulling, tugging. What did I learn today, Todd? Doug Flutie was looking at Harvard, Brown, and New Hampshire if he didn't go to Boston College. What we learned brought to you by True Car and Sports, a top-notch organization, has it all. Great front office, incredible personnel. No different when it comes to buying or selling your car. You need an MVP at every level? Visit True Car and enjoy more confident car buying experience. You're going to buy or sell your next car? True Car is where you start. And finish. Have a great weekend, everybody. Also, don't forget about Army and Navy this weekend. It's our duty to watch that game. Seton, Paulie, Fritz, and McLevin, yours truly, Dan Patrick Show. Hey, Jordan here. I know a lot of you create your own podcasts, and a lot of you already have one like me. I obviously love what I do. It's taken a lot of hard work to get to this point of success. You shouldn't have to pay fees for platform hosting, distribution, analytics, or fees to create a podcast. You need to be able to focus on producing the best show possible. Now, Podcast One, that's the network I'm on, they have Launchpad Digital Media, or Launchpad DM for short. So it's free, includes unlimited hosting, full control of distribution. You have access to a full dashboard with analytics. Again, totally free. You own everything, by the way. You own your content, you own your subscribers, no tricky stuff there. And you get your own show page on launchpaddm.com for people to listen to and subscribe to your show. It's the only hosting platform brought to you by the leading network, Podcast One. Podcast One will promote the site, drive people to discover your podcast. And if your show grows, you could even be invited to join Podcast One's all-star roster, which includes people like Adam Carolla, Caitlin Bristow, Shaq, Lady Gang, and of course, me, Jordan Harbinger. I'm there too. You also get access to their production and sales support. So with all this completely free, don't use other hosting platforms. Why would you need to? Learn more or sign up now at launchpaddm.com. And don't forget to check out the Jordan Harbinger Show. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.